back, everyone. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matt Cobbs. Joined now by Andrew Cayley, Senior Betting Analyst with Covers.com. Andrew, how you doing, my friend? I'm um, doing pretty well. Fighting off a bit of a cold today, but so hopefully oh. I don't uh, cough on air or anything. But uh, other than that, doing pretty well. How about you? I, I'm doing well. By the way, it's okay. After years of you know COVID and people working from home, we've <laughs> all had fire alarms, dogs, cats, babies, um, you know, just go, you know, going off anywhere in the background. So we will handle the cough. We will handle the cough. <laughs> So let's uh, let's go spin the spin the wheel of betting topics. I want to first start with the Bulls at the Raptors. I got a couple of bets, and uh, I want you to judge, shame, praise, whatever you want. Are you ready? I'm ready. I love the Raps to win minus four and a half at home against the Bulls. Bulls have failed to cover in their last four road games. They're bad against the spread. Lonzo Ball is out. Fred Van Vliet is back. I like the Raptors to win and to cover the four and a half. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, I like them to win. I like the the motivation that Fred's going to have. We we can talk about that in a sec, too. Uh, The Raps are just in this weird spot. When they're around a five to like a ten-point favorite this year, uh, they're only five and ten against the spread, and they're still obviously working the Kings out with Jakob Pertl in the lineup. And the Bulls surprisingly are a strong defensive team. Like their offense doesn't travel too well, but the team ranks sixth in defensive rating. It's kind of a bit of a, a shocking stat that people don't really realize about the Bulls this year. And uh, the Raps have struggled against better defensive teams, so uh, I'm going to stay away from the spread in this one. Money line. Um, money, money line. line I like them. I will like them on the money line. I do like Fred to have his uh, new dad mojo big game in his return tonight, though, 100%. You can get him to make four-plus made threes at FanDuel at plus 185. And uh, he was shooting well before before he went on his little mini paternal leave there for three games, 38.3% uh, over a 15-game stretch, and he had hit four more eight times over that stretch, so that that plus any one plus one eighty five value is more than worthwhile, and we all remember what happened after the birth of his last child in the twenty nineteen playoffs. It's really oh. slumping. Oh, you're really, right. Really slumping in the first two and a half rounds of the playoffs. His son was born. He just went nuclear and helped the Raptors win that title. So he shot 52% from three-point range over those last nine playoff games. So I'm going to ride that emotional wave. Uh, And uh, the Bulls, while they have solid defense, they struggle a bit on the perimeter. They rank uh, 26th in opponents' uh, three-point attempts per game and 25th in opponent three-point makes per game. So so they leave some guys open out on the perimeter for some shots. And uh, I think the Raps will be happy to have Fred back tonight. Oh my God! You're now bringing back memories. Do you remember, like, when Fred went on that on that run during their championship season, and every time the reporter, the sideline reporter, wanted to do the same joke, he's like, "Oh, how much credit are you going to give your newborn child?" And Fred's like, "No, this was me. I did this. My kid did nothing." And the reporter would laugh, and then the next game, they'd ask the same question. It's like, "What are you doing? Give the credit to the player." All right, Andrew. Then let's let's stay on that for a second. Let's stay on Fred Van Vliet because okay. this was one of the bets I have. 
which is the player unders, under OG Ananobi, 12.5 points, under Scotty Barnes, 15.5 points. I like the unders for those two. OG doesn't shoot anymore. He's, he's starting to become, you know, a better version of Ben Simmons, and I know a lot of that is a wrist injury. Um, but I like the unders for OG and Barnes because I think, you know, a lot of those points and shots are going to be funneled right back to Fred. Uh, I, I do think Fred's going to take up some shots. And I like the under on the OG one. He just hasn't been the same since that wrist injury. I agree with you there. Scotty's the type of player I think that can take advantage of this Bulls team. But like, but OG really like the OG play. He hasn't gone over twelve and a half points. I think in two weeks or since before he was injured, and he's only gone done it like twice since January or something like that. So really like the OG play there. Yeah, and then also the one I'll throw in is it's it, this is kind of how I feel the game. I by the way, I love the under. I and I like the o uh, the total under for for the games like 220. I think Siakam and Van Vliet have fairly good games and beyond that it's kind of pedestrian for all the other Raptors. That's that's sort of the game script that I have uh, in my head right now there Andrew. I'm also I I no official play for me on the, the under but I would lean towards the under here. Like I said, Chicago plays pretty good defense. They're ranked 12th in scoring defense. Um, and the Raptors, all, we, we all know that they, they struggle in the half court, still 29th oh, yeah. in effective uh, field goal percentage. Um, and the Toronto Raptors defense should be better with, uh, with total manning the, manning the middle, more ring protection, more depth overall uh, with Fred and him there. Like it used to just be the, the ghost of Cat Birch on the bench now. So you kind of got two added players when you added that, that total trade. So, more depth and the Bulls rank 24th in offensive efficiency. They're both in the bottom half of the league when it comes to pace of play. I think this could really be a grinded out style game for a game that frankly, both teams kind of need. They're both jockeying for position in that, in that play in spot. The Raptors are in ninth, but only a game and a half up on the bills, uh, bills, the bulls in in (laughs) 11th. So, uh, I, I could really see this being like a, a kind of a high-intensity game, uh, and I see some value on the under there. Both games earlier this season when they met in November would have gone under this number as well. Yeah, Andrew, I, yeah, I agree. So we're mostly in lockstep in, uh, in what we like here. Maybe I, I like the Raps to win by more than four and a half, but I, I get it. The numbers say take the money line. Um, joined by Andrew Cayley, senior betting analyst with Covers.com. I want to go over to baseball for a second. There was a, a clip from Max Scherzer where he's talking about the new rules and how he loves it, and it, it gives all the control to the pitchers. And I, I wonder, um, actually, you know what, let's play it. Let's play it real quick. Here's, here's Max Scherzer on the new rules kind of knew what this was going to look like and knew, you know, seeing how, how this is going to be implemented and the, the, really the power that the pitcher has now. I mean, I can completely dictate pace. Um, I mean, the rule change of the hitter only having one time out is a, <laughs> changes the complete dynamic of the, you know, of the hitter and pitcher, uh, you know, dynamic. So, um, yeah, I love it. I can kind of work quick. I can work ext- actually. I can work extremely quick, or I can work extremely slow. So I can. There's another layer here to be able to mess with the hitter's timing. Now that might just be a lot of bravado and it's spring training, so everyone's super optimistic. But I do wonder, Andrew, how we're going to look at betting prop bets on strikeouts, walks, things like that, um, with the new pitch clock and what what sort of impact it'll have on the pitchers and the hitters. For starters, Max Scherzer is a freak, and he doesn't count for anything when it comes to the general population of baseball pitchers. He can Fair like I, I I won't be shocked if he just excels with this new pitch clock, and he he had the little 
I forget the the pitch calling device on his glove, and uh, he's the type of guy that is just going to lean into it, and he'll love it. He he's an ultimate competitor. Uh, but I think pitchers in general are crazy creatures of habit, and screwing with those habits can really really mess with them. I think it's going to take in general uh, a little while for those pitchers to adjust to that pitch clock. I think all of these rules, whether it's the 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 pitch clock the no more shifting and the bigger bases. This is all amped towards more scoring. Uh, I'm going to be looking at stolen bases props early on. I think, I think it's going to be really interesting for, for certain guys because you could be on first base and you can see that pitch clock wind down and you can time, <laughs> you can time your leave from first base perfectly for a steal. Now, if a pitcher is running that pitch clock all the way down to the end for for example. So uh, I think we're going to have some some added opportunities in player prop markets. Like you said, uh, I'm going to be looking hard at overs early on, which is interesting because usually early in a baseball season, I like unders yeah. because it, it, it's it, from what I've, what I've gathered over the years, it's, it's pitchers who can warm up their arms faster uh, for a regular season. Well, where the batters, they need those, those big league at bats, and a lot of them to kind of get their timing down. And with guys taking fewer and fewer at-bats in spring training, it's definitely looked uh, advantage pitcher early on in baseball seasons. But now now I don't know what to think with this new pitch clock. So I think we're going to be looking at some overs early on. Like you said, taking uh, a few looks at uh, some interesting player props, walks will be a good one as well. Um, but uh, some, some new opportunities here for, for baseball betting in the in the coming weeks. I'm just fascinated to see what that looks like early on if there's ways to have that that period of like a week and a half to be able to be a little bit ahead of what the books are doing. Hey, Andrew, always appreciate Thank you so much. Good luck with your cold, and we will chat soon. Thanks, Matt. Good luck with all your bets. Thank you. You as well. Andrew Kelly, Senior Betting Analyst for Covers.com.